0: In the world of Hollywood, movies get greenlit and redlit. They get remade and rebooted. But we are the ideal. I'm Sam Gash, and you are listening to Ideal Remake. ideal remake. We take movies that either have been, will be, or should be remade and talk about what the ideal version of that remake would be. This episode, we can remember a lot of things. I, I think. So to help me remember all the things is Bridget Marshall. So Bridget, is 16 Candles a movie that has been, will be, or should be remade?
1: Ooh, baby, it's gotta be remade. Oh yeah? Mm-hmm. Think so? Yeah. All
0: right, then we'll get into <laughs> it. But first, tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Oh, Let let people know who (laughs) you, Bridget Marshall, are. Yeah, I didn't know that was going to be part of this. Uh, I'm Bridget Marshall. I am an actress in Los Angeles, a sometime writer. Actually, I write a lot more than I think I do, because I just got hired to be a freelance sketch writer for a YouTube show. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thanks. Uh, Very exciting. Yeah, but I've lived in Los Angeles for six years. I'm a Chicago native. And I'm still debating on whether or not I should go home for Thanksgiving. It's next week for all you (laughs) listeners out there.
0: Yeah, this this episode will have come out afterwards, and I'm looking forward to the update on what you decided to do.
1: Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) I'm sure it's fine. So, you think this should be remade?
1: Yes, 100%. Oof. Uh,
0: (laughs) Do you want to start with that? Tell me a little bit why.
1: Yes, okay. So, I work from home, which is great because uh, it lets me watch a lot of TV while I'm working or just like kind of keep it out in the background. So I recently watched 16 Candles for the first time in a while, and it was a classic staple of my youth. I watched it all the time. I love Molly Ringwald. And I was, you know, typing away on my computer and I look up and I'm like, hold the phone. What is happening here? <laughs> is this straight up a kind of like I don't know. Questionable, at the very least, like date rapey scene. Like, what's happening here? Oh yeah, there's a
0: little conversation where they're discussing. Well, do you want to go? Do rape you want to take girlfriend?
1: her? Because she's out, out cold was a phrase it's... that Jake Ryan Hottie Batati used to describe his long-term girlfriend. Yeah, not just some like. I mean, I'm not saying that it's okay if it's just a flanger. or it's because it's not. But like. I would understand more if, like that this guy's a douchebag if it was like, oh, I just met her. Who cares? You know? But, right. like, he, he... He's the love
0: interest. He's supposed to be the good guy. Yes, he's supposed to be the good he guy. He also uses the term, well, I'm done with her.
1: Yep. Yep. He's gross. So gross. and By right. um, all
0: definitions now, the worst person, and in any other movie, he's the villain.
1: Like, he's like a straight-up Brock Turner. Yeah. Yeah, gross. I mean, and then there's, like, a bunch of other incidents as well. Mostly relating to how we treat teenage girls, and specifically, you know, when they're hammered, which is a thing that happens. Like, let's not deny it. But you don't deserve to be um, raped
0: <laughs> or given to someone as a party favor. In yes, this case.
1: yeah, uh, yeah, totally. And then, like, there's such a weird incident at the at the end when they're in the church parking lot, mind you, Michael, Michael, what's, Anthony, Michael C, Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Michael, Michael Hall. Hall too many letters Michael. too many anthony michaels and michael. halls
0: and like c <laughs> um, anthony michael it, on, it's a whole thing come
1: on but like uh, during that part at the very end and um he's like hey would you mind telling me um if i was good and then this like beautiful woman who uh, might have been um raped or something goes he, yeah
0: i don't remember i think but you I were thinks, good i think yeah. i enjoyed
1: it yeah yeah Truly, you, you remember this. Yeah, yeah. You, you watched it. Okay. Recently, obviously.
0: You're going to soon discover that. That's so sick. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to open with this. When was the first time you saw this movie?
1: Uh, also problematic. I'm pretty sure I was under the age of 10. I have a sister who's three years older than me, and we've always loved John Hughes movies. Uh, my dad put the roof on his house. That's right. He's from the same area that I grew up in. So, um, John Hughes. Your dad
0: put the roof on John Hughes's house. Yeah, got it. I took <laughs> me a second house? to
1: follow up. Anthony I, Michael Hall. I didn't know. I thought you thought you would say your dad. Yeah, no, my the dad owns roof a roofing company. Own house. Yeah, well, like, he did that too. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so we were always big uh, John Hughes fans, like because this was our brush with fame growing got up. Got it. But yeah, I loved Molly Ringwald as a redhead myself. Uh, she was a true um, touchstone for. Our Redheads, not just being like Chucky, but also being like beautiful people. Oh, you know, because okay. I was called Chucky as a child.
0: Children are terrible.
1: Yeah, they're the worst.
0: Um, the first time I ever saw this movie mm-hmm. was for this podcast. Oh, really? I'd never seen it before.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: And how do you feel? I disgusted. Di- <laughs> I did not like it.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: It took us a long time before there were any characters in this that I liked. Okay. Uh, the first character I liked is the girl in the neck brace. Oh, Joan Cusack. Oh, was it?
1: Yeah. Joan and uh, John Cusack are in almost all of those teen movies growing up that John Hughes directed.
0: I definitely recognized John Cusack, but I didn't realize that was Joan Cusack. She was so cute in it. And I was like, (laughs) she's great. She's just trying her hardest. (laughs) She's tilting her entire head (laughs) instead (laughs) of realizing (laughs) that you could just (laughs) tilt the can slightly.
1: My favorite thing that she does is when she's wearing a shirt that has like a dress that's like... A, a girl is wearing a dress on the shirt and the skirt of the dress goes up and she uses it this as a like napkin. Wipe mouth. It was great. <laughs> so great. It's a very human
0: moment. Yeah, there
1: were like that's the thing about a John Hughes movie is that there are some like really beautiful moments that you're like I actually really understand these characters. Like I personally love the scene at the very beginning when she's waking up and she's talking to her friend on the phone and then her brother is like banging on the door and like the mom and dad they all forget her birthday. Yeah. Like I really understood that moment given yeah. I have five siblings and my parents, I don't, they didn't do, we didn't do birthdays really growing up. It because it would
0: just, have been too much? too
1: much stress, you know. I have, my younger brothers are two years younger than me and four days. Mm-hmm. They were born on June 21st and the 17th. And our birthdays were all just like pushed together. And then also sometimes Father's Day was around there. So this year my dad did forget my birthday. I talked to him for an hour. It was oh. Father's Day. And I was like, happy Father's Day. And he was like, Thanks.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that was something that I, like, I kind of understood that that could be something that happened, but it would never happen in my family. Yeah. Well, I have one sibling. Must be nice. It is. <laughs> I have one sibling, and both my sister and I are born within a week of our parents' birthday. So my mom is March 30th. My okay. sister's April 5th. My dad is okay. June 3rd. I'm June 6th. <sighs> And... That's
1: my cousin Jackie's birthday.
0: She sounds like good people.
1: She is. I really like her. And
0: my dad, my dad's always been really good at birthdays. Mm-hmm. Like for my sister and I growing up, he would put together these like elaborate scavenger hunts to find our presents, and oh my it was goodness. like it's so nice. Put together rhyming couplet clues, and it was the best. Okay. It's like one of those things that I have in my back pocket that I always want to do forever because it, it was just such an amazing thing.
1: Ah, oh, I'm like gonna cry. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> I have mm. no context for...
1: Someone forgetting your Someone
0: birthday. forgetting a birthday, mm. just because my life is blessed.
1: Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. Interesting.
0: But anyway, so watching <laughs> this movie, like, I, I slowly found more characters to like, but it was none of the ones we're supposed to.
1: Yeah. Wait, so you didn't like Molly Ringwald's character?
0: No, not really. Okay. I,
1: well, because you don't empathize with the fact that she's so bummed out that her family forgot.
0: There's that. Like, I but feel like th- there's a couple other things going on. Like, I for me, it's just like so. Tell them.
1: Oh, so tell them. Yeah, that like assumes that you have like the confidence in your uh, in the belief that you are lovable. I'm pretty and, like, adorable. Well, yes, so, you are. But, but yeah. like, but like, I actually just read a. An article in the wall street journal about how teenage girls are always the same like even now like they're more depressed than they were before i guess is the idea but um i mean i don't get that but i will try to listen to that Yeah. yeah but like but um but i was thinking about that article or i was reading that article i was thinking about this and i was just like yeah teenage girls are we're all kind of like inherently like assume that no one would ever talk to us if we didn't
0: talk first that's going to be a weird segue, but here's the segue I'm going to pull <laughs> sure. from that. So because I'd never seen this movie, it had kind of been confused with some other things in my head. Okay. And specifically when Long Duck Dong, who's a whole separate conversation, says yeah. the phrase, the Donger needs food. I don't know. I'll get it. We'll get into it.
1: That's when he's with his, like, heavyweight no, no, it's, girlfriend. It's, oh, when he's passed, passed out on out, the like, ground. And like, he's, and like, they're like, still drunk the next Wong? morning. Long!
0: Yeah. Where is my automobile? Right. Mm -hmm. But I'd I'd seen a clip of that, but like in my head, that scene had been confused with the scene from The Crucible when the guy's lying on the ground and says, more weight. I've never seen The Crucible. Don't worry about it. (laughs) But The Crucible is a movie about like,
1: is teenage it teenage the, girls Is kind it of the like, same with the play? Yeah. Okay, then I understand.
0: It's a uh, basic idea is like uh, and that that's so I'm tying it back to the teenage girls thing. Sure. You know, they can't don't want to admit they did something wrong and a bunch of people died because can of the Can you believe it? I know. I know teenage girls, Ugh, are they're the, the worst. worst.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, they're fine. They don't know any better.
0: They don't.
1: Um God, can should. you believe that she gives her maybe we should like I don't know. I was just thinking about how she just like gives
0: her underwear to Anthony Michael Hall. Yes,
1: because she like feels bad for him, and yeah. that's the epitome of what it's... girls do because we feel bad for boys.
0: Yeah, it's and, one of those like... moments where I it I no ch- nothing against. Why can't I remember Molly Ringwald? Yeah, because I'm like that's exactly like he lives in a world where this guy's been harassing, harassing, harassing her. Maybe yeah. this will finally get him to leave her alone. Yeah.
1: And then it doesn't you, but you paid a buck to see my panties. I hate the word panties. That's a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go on that tangent? No, now, it just like or? it makes me think of people being like <laughs> undies. You know, like uh, and and, well, and like it's like the panting. Probably, yeah, and it, that's what it feels gross to me in a way that I'm like, can't we just call them underwear?
0: I don't know the etymology of uh, the term panties, but something tells me that that's not inaccurate.
1: Yeah. Just a bunch of like teenage boys looking at a worn pair of undies all day, and they're just like that's what gung. Remember the the
0: the the "Mm -hmm." sound mixing on this movie is interesting because there were a couple moments where boy, yeah, where (laughs) all of a sudden like, well, well, what is it that boys like, and they just cut to uh,
1: Jake's girlfriend's
0: boobs in the shower. Yeah, it's. I get that a lot of people love John Hughes, but his movies are so male gazey.
1: Yes, they are. You're not wrong. Uh, you're the one who informed me that there's like a sexual incident in Breakfast Club, and that I don't even register that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is crazy because I feel like as a teenage girl or before that, you know, like an 8 or it 9 year to old, Molly watching all these Yeah, watching all these movies like the assumption is that, like, this is what happens. This is what you want to happen. And, like, I, I mean, I had to be, like, 30 before watching this again and being like, oh, yeah, I guess none of this is freaking okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, And it kind of makes me sad for, like, the memories of, like, enjoying all these movies. You know?
0: Here's the thing. This is a movie that I would say is a bad movie now. I don't think this is a good movie anymore, mm-hmm. but it did used to be a good movie. Like yeah. When it came out, this was a good movie. Obviously, it's, it's been around.
1: Yeah.
0: But I think that in time, it that has changed and it is now like a quintessential bad movie. Like I could see them talking about this movie on uh, how did this get made.
1: Yeah. I mean, the answer is because it was the 80s and dudes right. were allowed. Weirdly <laughs> enough, I've, I've listened to
0: that podcast a lot and
1: mm. they almost never actually answer that question. I've never listened to it because I'm busy.
0: I get that. <laughs> and you work from home, whereas I drive all yeah, over the place. Yeah, I,
1: but I love the radio.
0: Uh,
1: I'm like one of those people.
0: That's fair. I'm not. The, <laughs> listening to the radio doesn't engage me enough and i just like, road rage.
1: 88.5. Oh, if I have road rage, I got to listen to the... Um,
0: classic jazz. i know i know you over the ones and twos no
1: no but that would be hilarious <laughs> if I was
0: no just I, I need some sort of story plot something going on otherwise i'm paying i'm too angry okay well, um there you go. so then with that in mind and the fact that 16 candles, so let's break it down sure. what are the important pieces of 16 candles that need to remain
1: i think you don't so you don't have this like feeling of like your family forgetting about you That, a lot of people... Well,
0: I do as an adult. Okay, I didn't as a child.
1: Well, as a child, it's a little different because you already, like, don't know if you're valuable. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, And, I mean, like, growing up with five siblings, I very much was like, this happens to me all the time. Uh, I could, like, honestly leave for the day and no one would notice.
0: So a very Home like, Alone type situation.
1: Truly, oh, another classic. That movie does not need to be
0: remade. Mm. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Okay. I have not done an episode <laughs> on Home Alone. No! Uh, I could... <laughs> I don't know how that would even work. That's a separate okay, conversation. a separate
1: conversation. But, so I think the, the, the notion of family that... Especially large families. Especially large families... That's very important, like to the story, because that's the whole reason why this story exists.
0: I agree with that. Um, I did not cast her, recast her younger brother and younger sister, but I assume child actor. Yeah i I was mentioning this earlier. I have to look up a lot of children for research for this podcast, and I know I'm on some sort of list. So anytime I can avoid <laughs> doing that. I uh, do.
1: Fair enough. Um, you probably just get somebody from the cast of, like, Bunked. Or I watched an episode of Sydney to the Max the other day. <laughs> somebody from there. Oh, the little girl Matt. She's very good.
0: Okay, cool. I have no idea what you're talking oh, about. It's a
1: Disney show. I watched it for an audition. Yeah.
0: <laughs> How'd the audition go?
1: It went well, but I didn't book it. Come uh. on. I know. These Disney
0: people don't know what they're doing. I don't think that company will be around very much longer.
1: (laughs) That's such a dad joke. See, jokes like that should be in there. Speaking this is also the second most important thing to this movie. Also has to do with family relationship. After she comes home from the dance and she has to sleep on the couch because her grandparents have her bedroom. The Act
0: 2 to the Act 3 bridge. Yes. It felt like.
1: When she's sleeping on the couch and her dad comes down and realizes that he's forgotten her birthday. Or no, no, he doesn't realize he's forgotten her birthday, but she thinks that he has realized that he forgot her birthday. And he's like, this is when he says, we're all upset that Jenny's marrying a idiot or something like that. Uh, uh,
0: no, he also says, we n- forgot your birthday. Eventually. Yeah.
1: But, um, oh yeah, he does. Oh, that's, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm, I'm mixing it Because I feel like
0: up. he was joking, and like, he, does, he says that. <laughs> he's not and, joking. And then immediately afterwards he says, yeah. and we forgot your birthday.
1: Yeah. But um, you're I, right.
0: I don't think he's joking, but I think he was kind of doing a dad joke. A dad
1: joke, which because you had that great dad joke moments ago.
0: And I it's I think it's important to note that that's one for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I I agree, because I didn't necessarily care about her parents one way or the other. Yeah. But that was the moment where I decided, okay, I like the dad.
1: Yes. So the family dynamic, I think, it, is very important to this movie. I agree. But then there's a moment with the dad where she's like, I'm not mad about that. It's Jake. And he's like, who's Jake? And then she explains the whole situation. And he says this like poignant thing that I've thought of a lot in my life. He's like, you know, you have a crush. That's and why they call them, that's crushes. Why them crushes. If they were the- easy, see, they'd they'd they call
0: them something else. Yeah. Such a good line. I wrote it down. It's the
1: best line in the movie. And I think it's- it might
0: be the best line in a John Hughes movie period
1: probably it's it, it's something I've just thought about so much in my life as somebody who like you know was like quintessential little redhead ugly duckling so like I've thought about this and I'm like this I think put into words so well my like teenage self and beyond
0: of course yeah and I agreed that's why I wrote it down I was like yeah oh like because that line hit me also It's was like oh that's so astute
1: yeah truly.
0: And so, yeah, I think the family dynamic is important. I also think it's the dynamic of, like, it's just a girl with a crush and just whether or not that crush should be acted upon and how difficult that is to do when you're that age slash any age.
1: Yeah. It's, like, uh, it's funny because, like, I don't think I've ever had – I mean, I've had crushes on lots of people in my life, but, like, I don't – think I've had ones that were, like, from such a far distance. And I think that's – I don't know if that's unique to me or it's just, like, the way that he wanted to do it in the story to make the stakes higher.
0: I think there are two different kinds of crushes. I think there's the crush when you're young where it's like, oh, this person's so beautiful. Just yeah. Just, like, the – like, the concept of, like, the image of someone you hang up in your locker. Someone you'd never meet. Yeah. But.
1: Well, yeah, but, like, that would make sense to have, like, a crush like that. Like, everybody had a crush on Jonathan Taylor Thomas
0: when I was a kid. Sure, that's why I still have his hair.
1: Yeah. Oh, you really
0: do. Yeah. Swoopy. It's Well, it's, it's <laughs> well, I've got a couple of uh, uh, cowlicks, and there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, I
1: have cowlicks, but I have curly hair, so it hides.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'd never know.
1: No. Yeah, but that, that that I I think the the concept of the crush from afar. I I think he does a good job of like.
0: You didn't necessarily, when you were in high school, have a crush on someone that you never spoke with. No. Really.
1: Uh, I had crush it like very 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 big crushes on people that I was, like, friendly with.
0: That's probably safer. Friendly with, but not, like, friends. Yeah. With. Not within your friend circle, but someone, like, you had a class or two with.
1: Yeah, like, that kind of thing. A lot. I had crushes like that. Ugh.
0: I get that. I mean, okay. I yeah. I can name,
1: like, five right now. They're never going to listen to this. I remember
0: one of their names. Yes.
1: <laughs> what? How? Oh, that well, must you... have been that not that deep of a crush. I had a crush I... on this guy, Taylor Schwartz, for four years. And then I had a crush on his friend, Graham Hallen, for... I don't know, forever, he took me to prom.
0: Oh. Well, good. I'm glad yeah. that worked
1: out then. And then I found out later that it was only because my friend Jackie was already taken and we were friends. Oh, And I was like, no. oh, no, my heart is Why literally...
0: Why would you tell... Why would this information Why be would you ever
1: tell me that? Never
0: tell me. Never anyone. tell me. Uh, uh, that's awful. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess that t- kind of works in terms of crushes. But I think that the movie does have something good in that... She is both the crush-or and the crushy.
1: Yes, but she's only the crushy once he is kind of aware that she already likes him. You know? He-
0: that's not who I'm talking about.
1: Oh, what are you talking about?
0: Because I think that's a horrible part of this movie, and it's never addressed, where she drops a secret note to her friend who's, uh, to Carolyn. Yeah, Caroline.
1: uh, the yes, no, maybe. I and that, love and like it.
0: That, that, it's like <sighs> she, that she says she's kind of vaguely feeling out for something, I don't remember what.
1: Oh, it's like those, okay, did you ever do that in study hall where you're like, you like make a little like, it's like a question and answer thing. It's like secret, no, it's note passing. But and was she
0: filling it out because Carolyn had her fill it out?
1: She was filling it out because her friend had her fill out. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then everybody like is.
0: I've never really had like a study hall type class. Interesting. Like well. we had free period and we could go do whatever we wanted, but.
1: What did you go to Montessori?
0: Uh, no, I went to a <laughs> public high school. Me too. They didn't want to have to a teacher to watch oh, us. Oh,
1: we had We didn't have a teacher. We had something called a parapro, which mm-hmm. were para is essentially means like not really a professional parapro. Interesting. <laughs> like, they're like kind of like a pseudo. They're teacher essentially training? a sub or like something like where they don't have to have a teaching mm-hmm. degree. I don't know. Yeah. They were all weird.
0: <laughs> but the, the, I was actually talking about Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> okay. Because Molly Ringwald has the crush on Jake, but mm-hmm. then Anthony Michael Hall has the crush on her. Yes. And I do kind of like the idea of two different people approaching their crushes differently.
1: Yes. the difference is I'm a boy I'm not I'm a versus I'm a girl.
0: A little bit. I mean obviously we need to he... do it better because his his approach is just harassment.
1: Well yeah, but 100 percent but like I think that like really shows like, even though he's, like, a hugely nerdy little guy, he somehow still has the freaking gumption balls, whatever you want to call right. it, to, like, go for his crush. And I feel like that's the difference between, like, how men are, how men slash boys are written and how girls are often written.
0: I agree. And I think <laughs> even if we kept some of his, ma- like, but part of the problem with the way it's presented is yeah. that his actions are okay. Yeah. And a lot of his actions are not. No. And I think they need to be presented as he does this thing and then has to learn that that's not okay. Yeah. And I think that's the important thing about his character. I don't think he needs to be rewarded for having this gumption. Good for him. The gumption's the reward itself. But he needs to learn the boundaries of being a good, empathetic human being.
1: Yeah. Who doesn't take a drunk, passed out lady on a joyride and then later ask her if he had sex with her. So weird. It's... It, it's it's not clear either. Like it, it, it's like is that what he's asking? Is that not what he's asking? It, I it, agree. Is. it took me a
0: second to realize that that's what he was asking because I don't think he'd been drinking.
1: That's. Why it's confusing? Yes, I was like, but then I was like, he was really bad at driving, and I was like, was he bad at driving because he was driving a Rolls Royce? Also, who freaking has a Rolls Royce?
0: Monsters. Yeah. Uh, attractive <laughs> people have Rolls Royce is What we learned from this movie. I don't. But I think I don't think, <laughs> I, I don't think Anthony, Anthony Michael Hall was a freshman. He's fourteen. He just doesn't know how to drive. Oh yeah. Like I she's forgot a about she was a sophomore or something. Yeah,
1: she was a sophomore, and he and was then a Jake's senior. Senior. Yeah.
0: Big whoop. But like. Anthony Michael Hall's 14. He shouldn't know how to drive. He, I wouldn't know how to yeah.
1: drive. And, like, something else that occurred to me was, like, so he goes and takes the girl to his friend's house. And his friends take all these pictures. And that reminded me of, like, that story about some girl was passed out. And they, like, took all these pictures of, like, gang rape that happened to her, at like, and then somewhere they all in Ohio. Expelled. And they
0: all got expelled. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. And, was, and is a correct Response, response yeah like, i mean i'm the sure they're all would...
1: fine now and walking but you know yeah
0: but they will <laughs> always that have will carry a... that
1: trauma for yeah. the rest of her life
0: and they should always carry this expo- like oh you have to do those exposed ex- expo- uh, ex- expelled? Ex- <laughs> exposed exposed uh, exposed exposed for uh, sexual harassment
1: did you say exposed we, again on pr-
0: I'm doing it on purpose Okay. I'm, I'm following the rules of jazz. Uh, Podcasts are like jazz.
1: That's what everyone says. The ones and twos. On the ones and twos. <laughs> I,
0: but he was expelled. Like, they should always be like the dudes who were expelled for sexual assault. Yeah. That should just be who they are forever. Yeah. And I don't think Anthony Michael Hall should do anything quite that bad. But I think he – like, it's one of those people you can see them teetering on the edge.
1: And, like, if they take
0: this step, they become a monster forever. But if they take a step back, they're like, okay, I don't want to be that
1: This made me think of, like, the whole, like, Brett Kavanaugh thing. I mean, he was all like, I'm fine. Everybody did this kind of stuff or whatever. And I was like, they did. They did.
0: That's the problem.
1: And and that's the problem. And, like, why is I think we
0: need to address it and say it's not okay. Yeah. And we need to say that it's not okay – to children, yeah. so they learn, Yeah. because that's generally the target audience of John Hughes movies. I is wonder teenagers. if
1: John Hughes—he's dead now—but I wonder what he thinks about all this. Let's ask John. Are you here?
0: I'm. I mean, the person who I think is worth asking is Molly Ringwald. Yeah. Because I mean, this happened to her. In multiple John Hughes movies.
1: And then she, like, didn't act for a long time. And I and, wonder what happened there.
0: And, I like, kind of a, the sense you get from her now is that she's kind of had to toughen up. And I we don't know. I don't want to make any sort of assumptions. Yeah, I know. But, like, but, like uh, I wouldn't be shocked. I, neither would I. And, yeah. I I mean, I feel bad for her. But, like, I I think she would be firmly on, like, she's the... She's so
1: excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I do really like Pretty in Pink. That movie doesn't need to be remade because it's I not have, messed up.
0: I have seen Pretty in Pink, but not recently. I was in, I, one of the first things I got cast in when yeah. I was uh, when I moved to LA was. Uh, she's never been on the show. She might be a good guest. Anyway, um, <laughs> a director, line producer I know named Tame Hatzios was directing a music video and. Mm-hmm. I was auditioning for The Love Interest, and she took one look at me and was like, no. Uh, <laughs> but she created a character that was like the best friend character, and she kind of made me into the ducky the duck. of the music video.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I could see you being the duck. It uh, it
0: it works on me.
1: Yeah, I mean, with well, that guy, John Cryer, he didn't do anything for a long time either. And then he was on obviously in Two and a Half Men. Right. But uh, there was like huge gaps in a lot of these... Teen stars' careers. True.
0: Want to know a fun John Cryer fact? Yeah. His mother was the first writing teacher I ever had.
1: That's very cool. Yeah. Janice Cryer. No, I have no idea. Janice is
0: my mother's name. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. Gretchen Cryer.
1: Gretchen. uh that. Some people think my name is Gretchen when I first meet them. I'm like, Hi, I'm Bridget Marshall, and they're like, Gretchen. This has happened to me multiple times.
0: I mean, I have had a Gretchen on the podcast before. It would have been great to have our second Gretchen, but if you're saying that's not (laughs) you, not Bridget. Fine. Uh, (laughs) okay so but in terms of like basic plot like there's certain beats in the movie that i think work the dance the house party i I guess the wedding the wedding can we talk about like the (laughs) sister and her relationship with that guy because that seemed real bad that was the
1: phrase i was trying to remember bow hunk we're all upset that jenny is marrying a bow hunk so yeah that's a weird relationship we don't really know anything about her sister her sister high on uh on a muscle relaxer seemed very similar to her sister not high on muscle relaxer we only saw her once you know before she goes to the dance after school yeah
0: we willingly get and she's
1: like sam
0: one conversation with her yeah
1: she's like sam not everything's about you something to that effect
0: and she also says uh what was the line um i've had dudes who are uh, uh whatever the guy's name is is enthralled by me I've had dudes who were in love with me before, but not for six months in a row. Yeah, which means that she's, she's only- getting married to someone that she's really only known for six months.
1: Yeah, a bow hunk,
0: a bow hunk. We're all upset. And <laughs> so funny, and the one and the dinner we saw with him and his two parents, they seemed off. All of them, just the Reese seemed, checks,
1: the rice checks,
0: whichever it is.
1: <laughs> no, that's the line in the, the movie. The,
0: the, the rice hucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, just seem like the worst. Yeah, the whole that whole thing is messed
0: um but i like that the parents are like we don't get to choose who our daughter's in love with yeah just have to support her
1: yeah i do like that but i kind of wonder about their parenting skills because it seems like all four of their kids are all very different and there's a huge age range
0: which is interesting
1: yes because they're the parents are probably in their 50s. They both look like they're in their 50s. Something like that, yeah. Um. And so it seems like the older sister might be like 22, allegedly, even though she looks older. And, right. you know, well, she's probably and an for actress. sure definitely yeah. is. And then, but the youngest sister is probably, what, 12?
0: The littlest one? Yeah. I would have said 10.
1: Yeah, okay, so she's like 10. Like I would have said well, 10. The, I would have
0: said the little boys, 12 or 13.
1: Yes. And those kids...
0: And then, the if, way he, if it's 10, yeah. 12, 13, 15, 22...
1: That's a big age range. Ten years is a honestly
0: big... the biggest difference though is the twenty two because then fifteen, yeah. thirteen, ten. Maybe all kind they of had threats. her
1: when they were in. You know, maybe they got knocked up.
0: It's possible. Maybe, uh, maybe the oldest daughter was the the college surprise.
1: Yeah, we're all upset that yeah. Jenny's wearing a bow hunk. Is it Jenny? I think it is.
0: I li- I <laughs> literally didn't even write down their names. I just wrote mm-hmm. Sam's dad, Sam's mom, Sam's sister.
1: Yeah. She has two sisters and a brother. Yeah, but
0: I didn't cast the little ones.
1: Yeah, well, they're just tats. Yeah. Um, what did you think of uh, the best friend? I liked Carolyn. No, Carolyn is the blonde.
0: Oh, then I wrote down, da- because the... I, I, I thought that was her. Because I wrote down, um, yeah
1: Carolyn I wrote down the... Carolyn
0: and Jake's girlfriend. I've been treating her as Carolyn. Yeah, oh, I wrote yeah. down the wrong name. Okay. Um, so I liked the best friend. I thought yeah. that she was calm, confident, and I thought she was like a good example of... And, like, Molly Ringwald at some point says that, oh, yeah, such and such could get any guy she wants. She just goes up and asks them or something like that. Yeah. And oh.
1: They probably could have had more of her was always a feeling I had.
0: I liked her. I thought she was honestly one of the good people in the movie because she was compelling and Like, she kept telling Anthony Michael Hall that he needs to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she was the only person who, like, kept putting him in his place. Like, her and the dude she was dating who was also, like, yeah. Dude, you gotta go. Yeah, this isn't You gotta go.
1: Yeah.
0: They, if anything, were, like, the most modern people, just the two of them, because they didn't feel like they were, like, dating. They were just kind of, like, casually going to the dance together.
1: Yeah. I agree. I agree. Ask him if I agree, and I'll say yes.
0: Let's, uh, (laughs) I'm gonna take another step back, then. Great. Since we're remaking 16 Candles, which, there's fire on that cake. Don't kiss over it. Also, why does he have a cake? It's weird. Anyway, when do you want to set this movie? I presume now...
1: Yeah. I think it would make the most... Well, honestly, if I could...
0: Ideal remake, whenever you think is the best yeah, time to yeah. put it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I guess, like, I feel like it would be really fun to do it in the 90s. Like, have it set in the 90s. But, like, have it still have, like, the tones of, like understanding, you know, sexual assault is not okay and all that stuff, like, that we know now in 2019. Right. If we put, if we kind of, like, which is something that I feel like they're doing in um, uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, where they're kind of rewriting history in some ways. I I would love to be able to, like, rewrite the way things were with how we wish that they were.
0: I get that. Does that make sense? I think that that's a good, I mean, I don't like changing history. Like, I think if it's something that we had a problem with, I don't like pretending we didn't. Yeah. But I do like hanging a lantern on that thing. Yeah, I would be more in favor of this is a behavior that definitely existed. Yeah, here's how we should have responded to it. Yeah, like one of those.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's I think that that's kind of what I'm saying. Okay,
0: but uh, whatever you said, I obviously agree with you, you You're know very we, smart. We
1: can't go back in time. No. I, it would make sense for if we were to redo it for real. I think that it would make the most sense to do it now. Right, um, but. I don't know. I do feel like phones kind of wreck movies. And it.
0: <laughs> although I like the idea of, like, the dad and the mom getting the reminders, and it's just, they're just people who, like, they get, like, it's just one of 15 reminders. Yeah. And they just swipe them all away.
1: Yeah, that would make sense.
0: Just because they just can't deal with it because they have to do this, this, this. Yeah. I, we got away from it. Do you want the sister to be getting married? No. Yeah, that felt like a distraction. And I didn't care about that extra family at yeah, all. Yeah.
1: It didn't it didn't really add to the story because her sister wasn't a a voice telling her to do something or not do something.
0: I think the sister I think what the sister is supposed to be is an example of a positive relationship. No. But I don't think she was that. And so I think what if we have an older sister in this, yeah. I think we can treat her relationship with whomever it is she's dating as a positive relationship. Yeah. They're open, they communicate, and they they care about each other and listen to each other. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I think is something that people who are in their early 20s might do that teenagers wouldn't. And that's an example of something that's yeah. that you should be doing. But as a teenager, it's hard to wrap your head around that. I'm like, yeah, that would be nice, but life is really hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes sense. What would what would you do with the grandparents like the reason why i oh, think oh i didn't
0: recast the grandparents either cuz yeah. i i could not begin to care about any of them they were all awful and i hated each and every one of them individually well, we're not making charlie and the chocolate factory
1: and it's so funny i think i feel like one of them was in that movie um,
0: it might be true.
1: <laughs> the reason why I think they had the wedding is because they wanted to have, like, a vehicle for having so many pe- people and so many things going on. Right, which I That would get. give, like, a good reason for why the parents forgot or anything. But the thing is, is that if you forget something, like, you don't need a good reason. No. You just forgot.
0: It happens
1: all the time. I mean, I Not forget. to me,
0: but it sounds like it does to you. Oh,
1: my God. I was once forgotten at a gas station on a family trip that I was on. I mean, I was on the <laughs> trip with everyone one they left me at a gas station in wisconsin and a state trooper picked me up because i was like help me and then (laughs) (laughs) it's true and then i went in the back of his car and then we like drove miles and like i was like i don't know which way they went and we're like let's just try this way and uh we pulled up and sirened on my brother was the one driving at the time
0: it was a mess yeah, it doesn't sound good. It wasn't great. I mean, the worst I have to complain about <laughs> is that we started our summer road trip on my birthday, and I had to have my birthday meal at Fuddruckers, and I've never been a fan of Fuddruckers since then, because it was my day, dang it. Remember me. Wow. Yeah, my life's worse than yours. Fuddruckers
1: does suck, though. It makes me think of baseball. Like, T-ball.
0: I get that. I don't know why, but I totally get that.
1: It's where you go after T-ball.
0: Oh, that Maybe makes baseball, sense. Baseball,
1: traveling, whatever.
0: Yeah, sports seems bad. Yeah. Um, but, I, oh good, dogs barking. Um, No,
1: that's me. (laughs) Hi, (laughs) Farf.
0: But uh, what I was going to say is I don't think the grandparents are necessary. And it's certainly weird when uh, whatever one of them says, oh, Harold, uh, Sam's boobs are coming in. And then they they cut away But like, my grandmother grabbed my boobs. That's weird. Because it's one of the things that's going around that I keep seeing like articles being posted of. If you don't want people, like, adults to treat each other this way, don't treat kids this way. Don't pick a kid up that doesn't want to be picked up. Uh-huh. Don't force a little girl to hug you. Yeah. It's the whole Joe Biden thing. Ugh. Like, don't yeah. don't be weird just because, like, oh, it's a kid. They're adorable. No, yeah. No, no, don't do that either. It's like either.
1: they're still a person. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I thought the grandparents were just the worst.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, I, like,
0: there's the moment where Jake's calling the house, picks up the phone, nothing said. She hangs up and just goes... Yes. There's nothing to indicate that. I no. don't know where she got that.
1: Oh, uh, I do know. It's because he's breathing kind of heavily on the line.
0: Wow. I didn't pick up on that at yeah. all. Yeah. Uh,
1: no, because I, I remember that line exactly because he's like, who got that? You know, the grandpa, that is. But um, yes. I think they're, they're there as, like, as like uh, little devices, essentially, for, like, why she doesn't get the message. Why, you know? Like, yeah. What, are they, what do they call them? Obstacles. They're obstacle. They're crazy There's makers. There's plenty of
0: other obstacles that I think can be there that are equally zany and funny. What? They can have, an a, like, a cat, and the cat steps on the phone, and, like, because, like, they show games of, like, cats cat. swiping phones, and it hits cat. delete. Cat. There's lots of reasons. What do we, just the we'll get, a, get a cat actor
1: in here? Or, yes. No, we need roles for elderly people to have on TV or in films. I actually am a proponent for having the more people because as an actor, we need more roles.
0: I don't... Okay. So yeah. you want... Two sets of grandparents and it's a mixed marriage, so eight sets of uh, grandparents, or four sets of grandparents?
1: Well, uh, yeah, it's it's a little unbelievable to think that some, that, you know, at least one of the parents isn't divorced because, you know, it's America. True,
0: you're <laughs> not wrong. And that the, the older daughter could be a daughter from a previous marriage. That's she why she's be so from much paper, older. Yeah,
1: What is this, modern family, but 16 candles? D- yes. Okay. <laughs> All
0: right, well then, okay. Which brings me to the, I would I would cut the grandparents, you want to keep the grandparents, fine. If we cut the grandparents, and even if we keep the grandparents, that brings us to Long Duck Dong. Yeah. Here's the thing. I would love to cut this character, but I don't think we can. Because that character is so... It's like one of, if not the only thing that people remember from this movie.
1: Yes. He's very memorable. The actor is good at playing that role. I got nothing against the actor. Yeah. And I don't even think
0: his performance was necessarily awful other than the fact that he's playing a caricature.
1: Yeah, he's playing a caricature. That's just the reality of it. That movie isn't, obviously, it's very, like, white America suburbia. Right. The 80s, like, it's essentially where I grew up. Like, so, you know, now everything, there's more, it's more diverse. Sure. Which makes sense. But, like, I don't know... I don't know why he, ha- I and mean, he had to be a caricature in the '80s because that's what they thought was funny. Right. It's not funny now.
0: No. So. And yet the, this is not. I'm not arguing the opposite, but like you talk to people who are like certain kind of people who saw this movie in the '80s, and I I literally had like a LA networking dinner with a, with a dude last week. I was like, oh yeah, podcast. I'm. I have to go and watch Sixteen Candles. and yeah, yeah. He was like, oh. And he just immediately just started shouting long duck dong lines at me.
1: Yeah.
0: And those are not okay lines to shout in the middle of a restaurant. No. I'm just like, I'm just like looking down. I'm like, why is this happening? Make well, him stop. How do lines? I respond? I don't remember. Or is uncomfortable by. He, he just kept shouting the donger needs food at me.
1: Yeah, well, he did. But he kept
0: saying it in the, in the, in the, in the <laughs> you know, racist accent.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Which... He says the donger needs food, and at some point Molly Ringwald says the donger got a girlfriend and he's only been here a couple of, like, a, like, a day like, like five or hours or something. Yeah. At, at at any point did they establish that his nickname was the donger? Or did they both just, separate of each other, arrive at that conclusion?
1: I feel like there was a scene that happened in, with their characters that we just don't see. Because she does give him a ride to the dance.
0: True. Here's my pitch for Long Duck Dong. Sure. If that must be his name.
1: I mean, it's not like it's an absurd name. It's like a caricature of a name. Right. But and like, also
0: he's being played by a guy who's 37.
1: Well, that's the thing. That's why I was thinking the guy from Silicon Valley, Jimmy, oh, I believe this is his last name.
0: Well done. Uh. Um, but what the way I think that character should go, because I'm aware that's actually happening in real life, mm. is they take... Like it's a guy who's come here under like, oh yeah, it's like an academic thing. I'm yes. I'm someone who's gotten good grades, dressed very properly, Mm -hmm. like and like to all the adults, yes, of course, whatever you need. I'm here I'm here I'm here to learn and to study and I'm here to help you. As soon as the adults leave, he's like, All right, where's the booze and the parties at? Yeah. Just someone who's like just one of those two faced people who's taking advantage of a system to just come party in America.
1: Yeah, and I feel like people do that.
0: Absolutely. there's yeah. like There was a whole NPR thing the other, uh, like, a month or two ago where they were talking about how... Wow,
1: NPR. So fancy. I'm
0: very <laughs> fancy. I've had, I'm picking up this whole podcast. <laughs> I, I
1: mean, you can't see it, but it's true. <laughs> but,
0: but they talked about how, like, there were these kids coming from Europe, and they would, like, come, like, to just take a summer job in the United States. They'd do that summer job and then just, like, not sleep and just go party, like, ridiculous. Yeah. And they want to party in the United States. They want to have a job for... A year, but to then also go. the
1: party. Yeah, got it.
0: Apparently, yeah. it's a thing.
1: Interesting. Not
0: necessarily in our culture, but yeah. in theirs, and it's a that's just a thing that happens.
1: Okay. Well, not, I mean, like, well, and I feel... I'm not
0: trying to shame it at all. Sure, I'm sure. Just...
1: Well, yeah, I mean, let's like gap year and stuff like that. Exactly. Like, you know, theoretically to like go experiment and live your life and so, figure out what you want. But right.
0: so that's what I think <laughs> long duck dong should be. I think. He needs to be just this quintessential model of he's going to try anything and anyone who is willing. Yeah. Specifically, who's willing? Yeah. But like, I think there could be a scene where he's making out with uh, with a lady, and then a, and like he's with a different person in every single one. Yeah. And they're all into it and having fun. A lady, a dude, two ladies, two dudes.
1: I mean, do you think that would be like offensive to like other cultures?
0: I don't think it. I mean, I don't think it's offensive if we say that he is representative of his culture. and yeah. just, He's just one of the people who's fair there enough. doing this.
1: Uh, that's because fair enough. Do I you think he has to be a non-white person then? No. Okay. I
0: don't... I think he could be any... I happen to cast a a Chinese-American. Yeah. Because the character's name is Long Duck Dong. But I don't care where the person's from. Mm-hmm. I just want them to be a foreign exchange yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm perfectly happy with them being Eastern European.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... Well, I feel like the caricature just, of, like, Eastern European dude, right. the problem is coming we just have so like,
0: many white people.
1: Yeah. Well, if we have a multi-ethnic family, then Which that also Which we probably works.
0: should do. Yeah. I didn't do that. Fair enough. we should do that.
1: The only person I was thinking of, like, that I'm like, ugh, this is not who I would we'll want to, to be We'll get to casting in, in a <laughs> Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, we we'll probably should get to casting soon, though, just looking at the clock. But, like, but I think that's kind of my concept for what we can do for this character. Uh-huh. Because I think that's true to the original and would be a, a better interpretation now. Fair. So I think we've kind of talked about how we want to represent the story, how we want to represent the characters. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about in Sixteen Candles that needs to be changed or that you want to take a look at?
1: I think things that need to be changed. I don't know. I mean, I'm like the biggest thing that I noticed, and what it like propelled me to want to talk about it was like the amount of just like sexual assault and sexual yeah. violence, and like how we treat. Teenage girls, you know that really. But if that can all be changed, then I think this movie is worth
0: saving. That's why I think this movie should that. So when we get to write a director, I think that should be both written and directed by women. Yeah. Because I think I think there are definitely people who grew up loving this movie and loving this story because it's it's a real teenage girl story of just having this crush and not knowing what to do about it. Yeah. How can we tell it in a way that doesn't involve assault and rape? Um. it's an impossible question. No <laughs> one can answer We it. can't
1: possibly. It's no so... rape? Not even one little one? I mean... I mean, can you imagine?
0: All right, all uh, right, I down. mean, I get that it's impossible without it. I, I mean, I want it to be a, an, a, a movie people would believe.
1: Ugh, yeah.
0: But yeah, so like that, that's kind of what we want to do. Basically, the, the same kind of emotional stakes, yeah. but without the assault. Yeah, okay. And Because again, I like the idea of she has a crush on someone, yeah. someone has a crush on her, how do you deal with that? Like, someone who has a crush on you and you are not interested in them, yeah. how do you deal with that? You have a crush on someone and they're not interested in you, we don't know. Yeah. How do we deal with that? How do we deal with that? And I think those are the, I think those two questions are the essence of this movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. And then, I think it'd be funny if like, we kind of revealed at the end that um Neck Brace Girl had a crush on the Anthony Michael Hall character. And that's who he ends up with Huh. instead of just like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not really interested in this girl anymore. You take her home and do whatever.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think that might wrap things up in a bow a little too much, but yeah, that's I, just me. That's
0: fair. It also could be like he turns and asks her out and she goes, ooh, no.
1: <laughs> that's funny too. Okay. okay.
0: We'll do that instead. Yeah. Okay. Well then in that case... Let's talk about cast. Okay. And we'll start with the most important character because you can tell by their name that they're the most important character. Yeah. Sam. Yeah. I was trying to think of someone who kind of has the same Molly Ringwald kind of like essence of like the take no shit, but still, you know, a vulnerable human being. That isn't just a caricature. And I kind of feel like the actress that Hollywood is kind of making into that person right now, she's so hot right now, is Haley Steinfeld.
1: Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Okay. Uh, She's a little too old, in my opinion.
0: Fair. Yeah. Because I I tried very hard to kind of, like, stick with the teenager thing. Mm -hmm. But I completely understand if she's too old. Because I think she's 22 or 23.
1: I imagine her being the friend.
0: Oh, you could see her being the friend? Uh I could definitely see that. Mm -hmm. But anyway, tell me who your Sam was.
1: My Sam uh, was Caitlin Dever. She is in Booksmart. She is
0: She's come up a lot. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think uh she's great. Um yeah, I, love I haven't Caitlin seen Denver. her in many things, but I feel like the the dynamic of the girls in Booksmart did have a certain like feeling to 16 Candles. It the the difference for me in that movie is that they're missing the family element. And that's what makes 16 Candles 16 Candles.
0: I Okay, I agree with that yeah. and I think that is a I certainly feel like Booksmart's like kind of like trying to do their own version of like a modern John Hughes yeah and I think that works okay Mm -hmm. let's go with Caitlin Dever
1: okay let's talk
0: about Jake who do we want to cast who will definitely not be a monster like literally like the worst human
1: okay who are you thinking
0: I went first with the last one you tell me
1: okay I don't know his name he is the redheaded guy uh, who plays Archie in in the Netflix reboot of Riverdale or the new, the, it's not a re- reboot, but we Just whatever.
0: used him last uh, yeah. last episode. His um, name is K.J. Appa.
1: K.J. Appa. But I, I, I'm also not 100% sold on him, because I actually would like somebody who isn't a white guy.
0: That is fair. The actor that I cast is an actor, Jake T. Austin. He, okay. He's a Hispanic actor. He is, uh, he was in Wizards of Waverly Place. He's in The Fosters. I'm looking. He's 24. So he also might be a little bit older, but he plays high school teenage. I mean, like the if you pic- can,
1: you know, 18 to play younger, then you can do it.
0: I mean, he's 5'9", so I don't know what that means. I don't know why I brought it up.
1: Uh, I could see him. I, um, I was also thinking that in today's world, they would want to have, like, Timothy Chalamet.
0: Yeah, but Timothy Chalamet like, also comes up all the time. And I'm, I'm like, like I, no, no.
1: I, I don't see him as being the Jake Ryan that we need.
0: No, I don't see him as being the dreamboat we look at from afar. Like, yeah. I think, like, Jake T. Austin is a good choice because he kind of could play the person who, like, may have been held back a year. He's yeah. definitely a senior, possibly a super senior. And it's just like, oh, he's older and so sexy.
1: Yeah. I, I'm not, I mean, I'm looking at a picture of him, of him and he doesn't really do it for me.
0: Look I, up his uh, IMDb picture. Or let me see if I can turn my computer around. Let's see.
1: Yeah, he doesn't do it for me. I, you know, I, not that I have to be attracted to a teenager, but he's not. He's 23. Well, oh, you heard it here first.
0: Bridget uh, wants to be attracted to a teenager. Actually, he's
1: 24. 1994.
0: I just said that.
1: Sorry, his birthday's coming up.
0: Yeah, so he's about to be
1: 25. <laughs> woo woo. Uh, um, but- oh, no. I actually just saw, in, in looking him up, this is who I would 100% have. Okay. Noah Centinio. He was in um, Centinio. C E N T I N I O. He, I actually followed him on Instagram for a while. You um, heard
0: it here first.
1: He's a he's an adult, um, but he he also <laughs> plays younger.
0: He well, he's an adult who's a year and a half younger than the previous teenager. Whatever.
1: He's still <laughs> an adult. Uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to date him. Oh, get off so my want,
0: case. The, uh, he's. <laughs> He, you want the actor who's about to be playing He Man?
1: Yes, he would 100 percent do this and be great. He was in the Netflix movie, um, which was a.
0: Uh, he's also in the new Charlie's Angels as Langston.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. in a
0: movie called The Perfect Date as Brooks Radigan.
1: But the, how he became famous is from being on the Netflix movie to all the boys I like left loved before.
0: Ah, yes. that's like how he's yeah. famous to me. Correct,
1: and I think most people.
0: So, if you want to replace a Hispanic actor with an Italian German, that's fine too.
1: Uh, we can have other people. I'm just saying to me, he seems Hashtag like
0: Bridget so white.
1: Oh my God. no, it's gonna be trending. Uh,
0: <laughs> I'm perfectly happy to go with Noah Centineo. The reason
1: I'm saying is because to me, he like is like the kind of like all American dreamboat like person. So. Uh, and I and I will, I will heard... agree
0: that he is a very John Hughes-style dreamboat. Yes. Is that who we want?
1: That is who we want.
0: All right. All right. Okay. That's who we want? Well, since you've been the teenage girl prior to now. <laughs>
1: See, no one ever forgot your birthday. <laughs> I can't believe it.
0: I just spit it in a Ruckers. Uh, Let's talk about, what is the friend's name? Because it's not Carol. It's the friend.
1: It's uh, just a friend. I can't remember what it is. Something that I noticed in this casting process is that there are no teachers in this movie.
0: I'm comfortable with that. Okay, because when you do movies like this, it's like often like the teachers don't really matter. Like I don't necessarily well, care they end about... up
1: like being a friend in some way because that's what happens in Booksmart.
0: It is, and it's a
1: little weird because then she makes how about the teenager? Like
0: they, they talk about how he's legally eighteen, but it's also not okay. Yeah, no, it's for sure not it's okay. Not okay. But like they, they, they definitely introduce that back, so they like. But it's okay. And also she's a woman,
1: so it's okay because, you know, women can't violate people. Right.
0: They can't. Which, of course, they totally can. Yeah. Um, But the...
1: (laughs) And we will, folks. No, I'm just kidding. We won't. Randy. It's Randy. It's gotta be Randy.
0: I mean, she's the only one here who I'm looking at who's somewhat the right age. Randy from 16 Candles, Critters 2, and Betty and June. And is one of the better characters in this movie.
1: Yeah. It's so funny because to me, like, I like her, but she's so unmemorable. Like,
0: Which is a shame. Yeah, because I feel
1: like she could have more. Yeah, but I would give her more
0: to do and I would have her more present throughout the movie. The
1: thing is that its I feel like it would teeter on the lines of buddy comedy. And I feel like female buddy comedy wasn't a thing.
0: It is now. I know.
1: Well, Booksmart is an right. example. Um, the one movie I keep referencing, because the other one I'm thinking of is Blockers.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. Fair enough. Both have come up a bunch. They're both great movies. Yeah. The actress that I uh, had in mind to play uh, the friend, whose name I've already forgotten since I clicked away from the page. Randy. Thank you. Is an actress named Ariella Bearer. Okay. And I like her specifically. The thing I've heard, seen her in is Runaways. The Oh,
1: yeah. That TV show on Netflix. And <laughs> <laughs> I watched one episode of Hulu. it. Hulu. Whatever.
0: And she's, <laughs> but she's also an Atypical. She was in One Day at a Time. I think she's she's super Martian Robot Girl in Yo Gabba Gabba. Let's see,
1: pick. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
0: I like her specifically, and I like her for this role because uh, they talk about when she got cast uh, for her role in Runaways. They were talking about how like she was kind of going to be the, the feminist, and uh-huh. when she came in, she was like, "So what kind of feminist?" And then listed a bunch of different things about feminism and modern feminism that like the writers didn't
1: mm-hmm. know,
0: and they're like, "Oh, okay, yeah." And I think that that's kind of important, and especially if that's the kind of story we're trying to tell, I'd love mm-hmm. someone with that background. And also, I think she's a fantastic actress, and I thought she's really good in Runaways. And okay. I think she's a, she would be a really good uh, friend. Okay,
1: I think I I'm I'm sold actually. Great. Yeah, the only other person I was thinking of was Geraldine Viswanathan.
0: I don't know. She's her. in
1: Blockers. She plays John Cena's oh, daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just like her. She has that like sassy Haley Steinfeld attitude. Sure, totally. Um,
0: the next person that I had in my list is Long Duck Dong. And again, I cast a Chinese American. You've already said who you're interested in casting. He's so,
1: he is actually much older. He's like that, the guy who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Who, uh, uh, we need to look up his name.
1: Jimmy O. Yang, maybe? Oh, yeah, very good. Yang, yeah. Jimmy O. Yang. He's a very hilarious comedian. Uh, he is actually, he's a New Yorker. Uh, he doesn't have an accent. And so he puts on an accent when he's on uh, Silicon Valley.
0: Right, which for our movie, yeah. if an accent is had, I don't want it to be the stereotypical accent. I would say like... British? I mean, British is fine. I was going to say an Asian dude with an Australian accent. Or yeah. Or like an Eastern, like Eastern European, uh, Italian, whatever.
1: Yeah, I could see that being like the case. he's an
0: Italian, uh, like an uh, Italian exchange student. He just happens to be Asian or yeah, know, or whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that that's actually like a group of people that I think get aren't written in movies very often. Like, I mean, obviously we saw Crazy Rich Asians, which had an you know an English accented main character, right? Yeah, but like that's very common to have like other. It's the same thing as having like. An Asian person who speaks, you know, yeah, English because
0: they were born here. Human they're Americans. You know, live in multiple other places.
1: places, exactly. But I feel like, but yeah, in, so I do, for so the cases of like if film there's an accent forget. to be
0: had, I think it's a different, a different one. So the actor's name is Jimmy O. Yang. Yeah. Uh, do you know how old he is?
1: I think he is, if I had to guess, I think he's 30. Yep, 32. 32. Yeah. British Hong Kong.
0: So here is another actor for you to look up. Great. Uh The actor's name is Lei Wu. L-E-I-W-U. He is born in Shanghai. He isn't like he I would describe him as like kind of a younger kid who's on his way up. Okay. But he's been in a variety of like Chinese and American movies. Uh,
1: I'm only saying Wu Lei when I google it. Lei Wu. Is it Leo Wu? L-E-O?
0: Nope. L-E-I. This guy. Oh
1: he's so cute. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's kind of the idea, especially when I'm pitching the idea of like him coming in as super preppy Uh and then just going nuts. Yeah. Ties off, doing crazy shenanigans. Like, you look at this kid and you're like, okay.
1: He just looks so young to me.
0: He is 19.
1: Yeah. I imagine him being a a college
0: at least age. Oh. I know
1: 19
0: is technically a freshman. I wanted to put him at the, like, so it'd be okay with him... I never asked. So the woman that Long Duck Dong is making out with... She's a teenager. Is she a teenager? I mean,
1: she's a a kid in the school. She's like a... I think she's another senior. Because I didn't
0: know who she was. Like, I think i would shown her once before, and I couldn't decide if she was, like, a teacher or not.
1: No, she's a student.
0: Okay. Yeah. So then if she's going to be a student, I feel like we need him to be a student, I mean, I think the
1: assumption is that he is a student... Like, they're a teenage... I think so, too. He just, like clearly isn't a teenager.
0: Right. But that's yeah. what I was going to suggest, that since he's going to be making out with another student at this school, yeah, he should probably be around that age.
1: Okay. Yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it doesn't matter where you're from. It's still not okay. Right.
0: So I don't uh, want a thir- – as, as great as Jimmy O is, I don't want a 32-year-old making out with a 16-year-old.
1: Yeah, unless we have it be a, t- a teacher. Which, you know how much I love the concept of a teacher in these movies. I do like it.
0: I do, I do as well. I think that's great. I think if this particular character is going full Bacchanal, I want it to be a little bit of everybody. Okay. Sorry.
1: Okay. I think I just got beat. Sorry, Jimmy O. Yang.
0: Sorry. Apparently,
1: you are not liked enough.
0: So um, So when I was going through the IMDb... Did, did you happen to look up what Anthony Michael Hall's character's name was? Because his name's never said in the movie.
1: Oh yeah, I guess he is called Squeeze and stuff a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. What is his actual credited title? I, I haven't. I, I think up. it's. I think
1: it's like nerdy guy. He doesn't have a name. No, he's it's just it's geek. nerd geek.
0: It's That's geek. what it is.
1: I was like, I feel like I have looked this up before because uh, it's not. He has no name.
0: Yeah, and it's it's weird. Yeah. I don't like it. So here's my question for you. What would you like his name to be?
1: Well, we haven't, ca- we haven't cast him
0: yet. Yeah, but that doesn't matter.
1: Yes, it does. We're writing the script
0: right now. What no, do you want his name to be?
1: I have to think about who, who would be cast in it first because a person becomes their name.
0: Is like, that you how are you normally name? write the things you write? Like you come up with the ideal cast in your head and then put a, put a name to the person? Yeah. Okay, great. Then in that case, um, let's talk about casting. You went first for the last one I okay. can go first for this one. So for my geek, I have an actor named Daniel DiMaggio. He is on American Housewife, Supergirl. He's on something called House of Halloween. Okay. Uh,
1: oh he... what a lovely chin. <laughs> Real square jaw, this young scamp. <laughs> He's just a
0: skinny little kid.
1: Okay. He is quite. Wow, I was trying to look like James Dean in this picture. It's upsetting. Okay. Uh so that's who you want.
0: Yeah, so I was going for someone who like is has done a bunch of comedy stuff but also like kind of gets the, the like just someone who's just just a small person. <laughs> like like cuz you think like a high school like oh that no, you're bold. just one of those like kind of lanky dudes.
1: Interesting. It's so funny. I was thinking the guy and this is a, it's not it wouldn't be accurate. This is not going to work, but I was looking for somebody who has the essence of the guy uh, and, uh, in uh, Into the Spider-Verse. But I know the it's a cartoon, character? the main character. Like the Miles
0: Morales character? Yes.
1: Well, hold that thought. Like, but it's, he's, he's voiced by an adult man.
0: Yeah, he's...
1: So it wouldn't work. So then I was looking oh, at, like, oh. I, I was thinking, like, a nerdy uh, African-American kid.
0: Oh, I got nothing against that. Yeah. Yeah, Miles Morales is voiced by Shamik Moore.
1: Yeah, so it doesn't work. But like, have you ever seen Sydney to the Max? I know I mentioned it earlier.
0: <laughs> what to the Max?
1: Sydney to the Max. It's I the have not. Disney show. Let me look it up. So there's a little boy on the show who plays. We're like, talking
0: about the kid who plays Leo slash Leo Webb? Yeah. The actor's name is Christian J Simon. Yeah. Simon, I assume Simon. Look at yeah. this! Look at the face this kid is making.
1: He's like such a he's a ham. I that think works. he's very funny. And I think he's a good actor. And I think someone like that over over a kind of scrawny white kid.
0: That's fair. I got nothing against that. He's 11. Is he 11 still? Yeah, he was born in 2007. He looks older
1: in I the mean, show.
0: He's about to turn 12 because if he was born <laughs> in 2007. He's not going to work for us then. I mean, based on when production happens.
1: Ugh, no, we can't, because everybody else still ge- ages up, too. Well,
0: here's the thing. I don't want this kid to end up with anyone.
1: Yeah, because he can't. I don't know. Who's all on... I'm trying to think of who's on all that right now.
0: <laughs> I also used all that for... I've been using all that for a lot of different things recently.
1: Yeah, because you can Google all that and not young child actors. <laughs> children. <laughs> um, yes. That's very funny. I have a friend who just started writing for All That. Uh, very you're exciting. I'm very
0: jealous of your friend because that's amazing.
1: I know. Yeah, I was thinking like. <laughs> what?
0: I just looked up someone and not him.
1: Okay. Like, yeah, I guess I was thinking somebody who was kind of like more like an Urkel.
0: Type. I get that. Like, yeah. you, you want
1: to know. These is also pretty. If you rewatch, like, Family Matters. He is harassing Laura.
0: Oh, yeah, no, he's not, it's not okay.
1: No. But, like, at the end of the day, we all feel bad for him. And then it gets hot when he's Stefan, when he gets in the Hotinator. I don't know what that machine's called. Because <laughs> I feel like, like, but the trope of, like, the skinny, like, somebody who's, like, cheaty in the good
0: place. Cheaty, who's been secretly jacked this whole time and none of us knew? Well, I knew. Because of the internet. <laughs> that makes me deeply uncomfortable
1: <laughs> no he's you know he's jacked when him when him and Eleanor get together and he he's in that little postmates outfit not postmates um, post office
0: I don't remember oh like the God. first time was like when he's wearing like that pink shirt
1: yeah and, okay we all know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this
0: is gross <laughs> and bad <laughs> none of this is good whatever
1: he's not here it's not like I'm cat calling him directly
0: he might listen, you don't know. He might I have literally I have literally dozen of followers.
1: dozen it of followers. could be it
0: could be one of them?
1: Yeah, who I think that they could cast. You know, I'm and a bliss I think of would children, be which is what
0: you wanted me to do. Well, you
1: know who I think would be great actually now that I'm thinking about it a little bit more. i heard the I heard the name Dustin, and I thought the little boy in stranger things, who's missing his two front teeth.
0: I okay.
1: He's a very talented actor stranger things is good he's very funny in it i could see him being this character and doing well at it
0: Caleb mclaughlin
1: it's, he's the one who wears the little hat
0: him? no
1: oh he would be good that I, I was that's not who i was thinking but you know for a skinny african-american actor he works go up go up
0: go, go down go down
1: <laughs> dustin gatton Metarazzo. this kid he's adorable
0: Ugh! this kid
1: what do you mean? Ugh, this kid. I got nothing against he's this kid. He's adorable. Skin. I don't know
0: anything about um,
1: this kid. He's. I feel like I had a lot of girl, like friends who are girls. Isn't who this him now? No, that's Steve. Meow, Steve.
0: So he's this he's one. He's
1: this one. Got it. Yeah.
0: So then, who? Which of the? Uh, the Stranger
1: Thing kids. I feel like it could be a toss-up, honestly, between this kid. Is he? I feel like he might be.
0: Well, how old is Caleb McLaughlin? He performs 11 to 14, which may or may not be true anymore. It's not which... true
1: anymore. He's definitely – he could definitely play a 15 or 16-year-old. Yeah, look at him. Let's go with him. good-looking.
0: Do Kill McLaughlin. Yeah. I also did cast his two nerdy friends because one of them was John definitely. Cusack. Yeah. And so I, that's why I thought it would be funny to have one pretty famous one and one not very famous yeah. one. Yeah. So did you cast these two at all? No. So the two that I had were Rico Rodriguez from Modern Family and Sebastian Lee from the Rico Nowhere Boys. Rico
1: Rodriguez as in Manny? Yeah. No.
0: I don't know, you didn't cast them. Means Ugh. we gotta go with what I picked.
1: No, we'll just undo it.
0: Yeah.
1: He also I mean he's also he 21. plays yeah, he plays college now. His character is like a freshman or sophomore in college. He's dating a girl from UCB. Like, in this actress. They're not really dating. In this show, they are dating. Sorry.
0: You're doing great. Powerful. You I know, throw. but
1: that girl, she's, like, in her late 20s or early 30s. So, and, and, like, she plays so much younger. All
0: right. Well, we don't have to cast either of them. I can just cut that.
1: Well, it's just... He just doesn't really...
0: I, I mean, feel the, like, the whole purpose of the two uh, the two friends is to take pictures of the attractive woman, yeah, and to like force him. Like, Maybe he Do you can, know he how can play one of them. Who was the second one? Are? Yeah,
1: that was very really uh,
0: Sebastian Lee.
1: The other one was Sebastian Lee. I feel like it might be funny because I feel like there's a, there's a
0: certain kind of kid. Sebastian Lee is this kid from uh, the Nowhere Boys. Oh, He's so cute.
1: Yeah, um, there's a. So at least, we'll the, at least let's go with him. him. Let's go with him. There's a certain kind of a like kid who doesn't realize that he's going to be really attractive once he like becomes a high schooler. Or I mean, sorry, once we oh God, once he becomes like a <laughs> much better an adult. Like you know, it's like because I feel like John Cusack's character had no idea like that he was going to be like a good looking dude as he got older. Right, and it's such a funny. Kind of character who like thinks he's like a well, nerdy the nobody. People who, like
0: are like kind of lanky and like, and then they actually like, yeah fill out and you're like yeah. oh
1: there you are All right. Well. Um, what's going on? Tell
0: me your name as I play my character Bridget who's interested in a high schooler.
1: <laughs> I mean I think I could really crush that role. <laughs> I'm just kidding like how I was like really going on and on about how sexual assault is terrible yeah I'm it is terrible I'm just kidding
0: and that's why you need to be shamed publicly so you learn a lesson
1: flogged (laughs) (laughs) I I got nothing
0: for that Uh, so then let's let's talk about the most let's talk about the most objectified character in this movie let's talk about Carolyn
1: yeah Jake's girlfriend yeah
0: I did cast her okay and I cast another, like, kind of blonde actress.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But I wanted to cast someone who's a little bit more, who could like kick a little bit more butt. Be like, no, what do you? No, kick your ass. Uh-huh. Like one of those kind of characters. I don't know if you recast her. Kick, kick
1: your ass. What are you? What are uh, you saying?
0: I'm saying like, I want her to be able to like defend herself. And like, if someone objectifies her, I want her to kick their ass.
1: Well, the thing is that she's being objectified while she's hammered, and she likes being objectified. Is like how they have it. In sixteen candles, yeah. and I think the
0: and I don't necessarily want to shame someone for if yeah that's something if that's it, something you genuinely like.
1: Well, I don't like it, but it is something that I think is important.
0: No, the character. Oh, if the, if you as a person genuinely genuinely enjoy this,
1: I feel like there's a. I think there's value in having a girl who is that. And then, like, who then comes to, like, the realization that, that she doesn't like that. That's fair. Uh, and I think that that's something I, is, that is worthy of exploring in our remake.
0: Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. I think you're right. So the actress that I have for Jake's Girlfriend is an actress named uh, Veronica Bunnell. Okay. I cast her because she was an Agent Carter. And so she also plays Teenager. Okay. She's an ADR actor in Tall Girls. Like, she does a lot of ADR, which I find She probably has a
1: cool voice.
0: One would hope. Like, she's <laughs> an ADR in Stranger Things also. I guess she's just in a really good loop group. Yeah. But she's a uh, 10-year-old Dottie and Agent Carter. And okay. I think that's fun. But, I have like, different she does people. Tell me who you had for uh, Jake's girlfriend.
1: So, I recently watched a... Netflix Christmas movie because it's something that How I do. How many teenagers to, were in it? All of them. Okay. Actually, and Joan Cusack is in it, too. Oh, full circle. Totally. So, I initially was thinking for Jake's girlfriend, Odiah Rush. She is a beautiful actress, very talented. She's in a movie called The Bachelors that actually my sister's company produced. Uh, yep. Um I didn't
0: realize you were from such a Hollywood roofing family. <laughs>
1: What can I say? We love uh, Hollywood. I don't know what that was. Please cut it.
0: Uh, (laughs) It just occurred to me. This is a movie that came out in the 80s. It's a movie about 16-year-olds. And here's just a naked, well, I guess she's a senior. So it's like a naked 17, 18-year-old.
1: She's a lot of woman, I believe, is a sentence that one of the girls says when they're like watching her shower.
0: I can't believe I'm just realizing how much even worse that is now. She's 18. Uh, It's allowed. So therefore, it's okay.
1: (laughs) It's not. But, like, also, that was also truly a trope of, like, the 80s was, like, shower scenes, teenage girls. Like, every single movie yeah. has that.
0: I mean, it was a trope of all comedies. Like, oh, it's a comedy. How much TNA are you going to get?
1: A lot. Okay. But my alternate...
0: Because you decided against Odia Rush? No.
1: Um, I just... I'm not... Sh- I'm not... So, when I had watched Let It Snow, it was because I saw that Odiah Rush was in it. And I was like, I want to see if this is any good. And it's... She can do that like kick ass kind of thing that you were hoping that uh Carolyn's character could do. But there's another character in that same film, so if you want to click, let it know. And then go down to uh Anna Akana.
0: I, I know who Anna Akana is.
1: Oh, why? Is she famous?
0: Yes. Oh, well, I- she's a well known well known YouTube personality. Oh, okay. I don't
1: know anything. She
0: also she's also She's 30? thirty. She pl- uh, she
1: plays a like fifteen year old in this movie. She she um, plays
0: very young. Um I first saw her. No, did you? I can't believe that's her. It's definitely her. It's crazy. Do do you ever? Did you watch uh, uh, the original Ant Man movie, the Paul Rudd Ant Man movie? Yes, I did. Yeah, where they
1: like get really small. yes (laughs)
0: yes to be <laughs> oh God,
1: I'm so embarrassed but yes I saw it so there's
0: a so this is the first time <laughs> I have ever the heard of Anna Akana because yeah. she's in that movie oh okay and she is so at the end of the movie they're describing like oh how did you get in contact with X, with X person and they mm. describe this girl who's crazy stupid fine She's the crazy, stupid, fine girl. Who's able to, like... She has connections to people who get big, people who are made out of spiders, people who climb on walls. Uh-huh. It's a whole, like, thing. And she's in that movie. And I was like, well, she's super pretty. What's her deal? And I looked yeah. her up and she's a YouTube personality. Got she's it. A, she's very funny and she's a great comedian, but she's also 30 years old.
1: Got it. So I don't think it'll work for this. But she does play young. She does. Um, Odea Rush is younger. And I think she's
0: great. I, like, I... Aside from being very pretty, I think she's also very talented and I like the, the things that she does on YouTube and I think her, her yeah. brand is very good. I would perfectly be happy going with Veronica Bunnell or Odia Rush.
1: Okay. I think Odia Rush. Done. Because I think she offers like a different look too. And uh, like the trope of the hot blonde I think is over. Hot blondes, you're done!
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is the current trope of uh, uh, the hot ones. You
1: know, I'm excited about it. When are we going to get a redhead again? We've had so many. Yeah, but they're none of them are natural. That is true. Yeah, and it's upsetting to me. Uh, the only ones that are natural are always like the on I uh, like a, the isn't pretty a stone No, she's the natural blonde.
0: Is Read she? your I don't know stuff about things. Cuz that was the whole thing where they talked about uh like making fun of the Spider-Man movies where they cast a natural blonde as a redhead and cast a natural redhead as a blonde. But I guess they just cast No, she's two a she's a
1: blonde. Um but they what they keep doing for redheads is like they keep Making them, like, the funny, kind of, like, chubby, shubbly, shlubby friend. That's what they did in Stranger Things with the, with the barb. I guess. I don't and know. And then in Let It Snow with Liv Hewson, who Anna, Exana, and Liv I'm Hewson watching... are lesbian
0: love interests in this little Christmas movie. I guess I'm just watching things with more attractive redheads than you are. I don't know what to tell you. I'm, wa- I'm, I would love to. Okay, whatever. We're talking about Sam's dad now. Yes. Who did you have?
1: No, I want you to go first. I went first with the last one. I want you to go first.
0: Fine, Ty Burrell, because I want someone who can be funny, but I think also has the opportunity to do this heartfelt thing, and honestly, he's been a good dad for the past few years now, and I think he should keep going. Mm-hmm. And also, I really like the movie Butter, and not enough people talk about What's it. What's Butter? It's a movie not enough people talk about.
1: Yeah, I want to know about it, though.
0: It's a, it's a movie about competitive butter carving, and it's great, and Ty Burrell's in it. He's married to Jennifer Gardner, and it's a wonderful movie. It's rated horribly on Rotten Tomatoes, but I really like it.
1: Interesting. Um... I just think Ty
0: Burrell's a good dad.
1: I think that's really interesting. I
0: and I think he's a good pairing with the person I have for the mom.
1: Okay, who I had as the dad. I wonder if you. I wonder what you're going to think. I had Bill Hader.
0: Yeah, he comes a lot recently too. I specifically cast Ty Burrell because Bill Hader comes up all the time.
1: Really? Okay, interesting.
0: I well, love I love Bill Hader. Bill Hader's. I thought, that, I, thought I was being
1: like because he's not a film actor, really. I mean, he is in films, but I don't think of him as a film actor. I think of him as like SNL, Barry, and then like whenever he writes something. Bill
0: Hader's in a lot of like comedies and stuff too. Like he's in, he's in Anchorman. He's in Forgetting Sarah Marshall.
1: I think he's in Anchorman too, and he's in. But he's always a side character. That's true. And, he would, so, and he's, he's also a, I never seen. Here. I've never seen him as a dad though.
0: Again, that's true. Yeah. Bill Hader is extremely popular right now. He comes up all the time. That's so funny.
1: Okay, I thought I was being really original.
0: You are. No, I'm not. The problem is, I I talk to a lot of comedy people, and all comedy people love Bill Hader.
1: I just would would love to see him be a dad. I guess I could see, I mean, as long as we're thinking about forgetting Sarah Marshall, I could see Jason. You know my man Jason. Siegel. Thank you. (laughs) You know my man Jason. Siegel.
0: Bill Hader Wait, in terms him? of past film, he's in Noel. He's in It Chapter Two. He's in the Angry Birds Two movie. He's in To. Oh, these are all voices. He <laughs> he's Alpha Five in Sausage Party. He's in the BFG. He's Zippy in Pop Star. Never stop, never stopping. He's the <laughs> BB Eight voice consultant in Star Wars. Yeah, Force him and
1: um, Ben Schwartz together.
0: Really mm-hmm. funny. He's in Trainwreck. He's never played a father though. I think you're right.
1: I, to my knowledge. yeah, I, I've never seen him play a dad, and I feel like that's his next, because one thing that I thought was interesting was Will Forte playing a dad in Booksmart, mm-hmm. and I thought that was an interesting thing. I feel like we could also see maybe Jason well, Siegel. Here's, but here's I really see casting Bill Hader.
0: Do you know how old Bill Hader is? I think he's like 45. He's 41. Okay. Which means that if his oldest daughter is 22, 23, he, he would have had to have had her when he was... 18
1: i don't i don't think that that's a crazy thing for films because i feel like that is something it's that not I, it happens so much I, in films and i don't think it's a bad thing if
0: you are dead set on bill Hader, we can well, go with bill wait. Hader.
1: i just i think ty I burrell think is too w-
0: old ty, well let's find out how old is ty burrell because you very well may be right
1: it's so funny because ty burrell and, and uh bill Hader are, are love interests in the skeleton twins funny yeah
0: ty burrell is 52 yeah which I mean, his you, character. If, if you recall, you described the parents as well. They're in their fifties. If we roll back the tape,
1: yeah. No, I know, I know, I know they are. I'm just saying.
0: But um, you want a Hollywood fifties?
1: I think I do. Because well, So
0: you're the problem. I don't know. Look, if these teenagers, I'm not solving. I understand Ty that Burrell. he's not an att- attractive teenager, so no, you don't like him. I'm
1: just, I'm not solving t- Ty Burrell, but I don't know who else it would be. I, I. Well, let's talk
0: about the mom, and then we'll see. So. We'll come back to the dad in a oh, second. I
1: hate that everybody else has picked all my people. Oh,
0: you just you're people. You're going to be just like... I've done this a bunch. I've done this. You're
1: going to be like, Bridget, you so, really? This is who you picked? For real?
0: Let's talk about yeah. Sam's mom. This is really who you My are. suggestion is Martha Plimpton. You don't know who I that don't that know
1: is. who Martha Plimpton is. Martha Plimpton
0: has been in such things as Raising Hope, The Goonies. She's a well-known character actress because okay. she's
1: great. I don't recognize
0: her. She is a like a, a fantastic character actress. Like she has been a mom before. She was uh mm-hmm. like the mom in Raising Hope. And she's just like she's in the blacklist, she's in younger, she's in to tell the, she's in like she's constantly working, she's in the Real O'Neills, she was in the Good Wife, How to Make It in America, she's in medium, Grey's Anatomy, like she's done a bunch of stuff. She is uh she was in the movie Company.
1: Oh, I love it. Oh, she played April?
0: She played Sarah.
1: Sarah. All right. Fine. I don't know.
0: So tell you what. She's 49. I'm perfectly happy to go with Martha Plimpton and Bill Hader, if you like.
1: Well, it's so funny. Okay. So I was thinking Leslie Mann. Okay. I think she's great.
0: She is. I got nothing against Leslie Um, Mann. Is
1: she in everything? And then I was thinking... She hasn't
0: come up that much. I have not personally used her before, I don't think. I, we may have. I don't. I know. I mean,
1: I just think she's so excellent. She's, I mean, she's in. She's such a. She's married to Judd Epto in real life. And I just think she's so fantastic. And I was certain that you were going to be like, oh yeah, everybody always says Liz Man. So then she I was thinking, she come up that much. like, I don't know. But what just about going through the um, cast of
0: Blockers? Then, huh? I
1: know, surely. And then my second th- thought was, I don't remember her name. She uh, plays Michael Scott's love interest in The Office, and she's the r- reason why he quits. Amy Wait, Ryan? Amy Ryan, I think. Yes, Amy Ryan. I love her.
0: I'd be willing to do uh, Amy Ryan and Ty Burrell. Fine. I have two more acting roles, and then I've got the writer-director. Writer and director. Two more acting roles. I have Sam's sister, I have the girl in the neck brace, and then I've got the writer and and the director. Okay. Ready for Sam's sister? Yeah. The actress I have for that is an actress named Zoe Dutch.
1: Zoe Dutch's name sounds familiar.
0: She's uh, most recently was in the second Zombieland movie. She's been in, I don't know, the the things I have written down is she's in The Politician. She was one of the, one of the girls from uh, Switched at Birth. She mm-hmm. was in The Disaster Artist. And again, most recently in playing the, the blonde one in Zombieland 2.
1: Okay. Well, when you said that you wanted her to be like a better example of like a real good love or whatever... I was thinking in that moment, and I say this, I think with a heavy heart, I might like to see somebody like Anna Kendrick.
0: How old is Anna Kendrick? She's like,
1: what, 28?
0: I think she's our age. Is she? I don't actually know the answer to that, but we'll find out. Uh, She's 34.
1: Really? God, she plays young. Okay, well then. It's just because she's short. Yeah, I know. It's a plight that we all must walk.
0: But she keeps being like in movies where she's been playing young mothers recently.
1: Really? Oh, I guess she was in that one movie with Blake the blonde yeah. lady.
0: Yeah, I think she was a simple, young mother and a simple plan. Simple plan. Thing, simple, plan. A simple, a simple favor.
1: Simple plan is a band. Simple thing is something you say simple when you like, frustrated.
0: But yeah, no, Anna Kendrick's 34. Okay. I know, because, like, I think of her from Pitch Perfect also, where she's playing a college student. Yeah. But she's playing a college student. Okay. I mean, I guess, theoretically, a college-age student isn't necessarily bad, but, like, she comes from a, a high school drama. Like, what if it like
1: Haley—I mean, I know you said Haley Steinfeld for Sam, but I think that, that was too old. So, why not someone like Haley Steinfeld for the sister?
0: I got nothing against putting Haley Steinfeld here. I mean, I guess, who do you think Slash looks like or would be a good sister for Caitlin Dever? Does Haley Steinfeld strike you as a older sister? No, they, could, they sister? couldn't. They,
1: no, they, no. I mean, I guess they could see this lady. Yeah,
0: I. From what I've seen her in, she is very good. I think she's a very competent actress, and I think she's willing to be silly. But I think she also does like because she was on one of the high school drama shows for a uh-huh. little bit. Like that's what Switched at Birth was.
1: You're right. Yeah, and uh-huh. she's on The Politician now, and people love that show. So I hear. Yeah. So let's go. Yeah, let's go with her. Okay. Oh, Kurt.
0: And so then uh, let's talk about The Girl in the Neck Brace. The Girl in the Neck Brace, as far as I know, in the entire movie, has no lines. Mm -hmm. It's just doing comedy bits and just, like, physical humor the entire time. So my goal for that was to cast someone who's young, but, like, a little bit older. But, like, someone who's well-known and we recognize. Uh So it'd be funny to see this actress in this situation, and then we never hear her speak. Yeah. That's what I had in mind for The Girl in the Neck Brace.
1: Just you didn't have a person's name? I do
0: have a person's name. Okay. I'm building up to Maisie Williams. The
1: British girl?
0: Yeah, the one <laughs> Arya. She's incredibly popular right now. Everyone loves her. Uh
1: huh. No, I I'm watched a, Game of Thrones. Yeah. I mean, what am I? Crazy?
0: That's a thing. Like, I just think it'd be really funny if it's like is that like like you put you put her in ridiculous like makeup, you give her different hair, uh-huh. you give her like hell, you give her zits. You give her an opportunity to play something wildly different from any mm-hmm. other role she's going to get cast in and you just give her this opportunity to have fun and like afterwards people are like wait that was Maisie Williams?
1: I just don't think that she can do the physical comedy thing like I feel like she's so serious I don't see her being silly ever. At
0: every interview with her I've ever seen is her being silly.
1: I don't know I watched her do some like Instagram story and I was just like "Yeah." boring i don't know
0: i mean she's just really done one thing with her life it's not surprising that she's boring but i
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: but like she's ambidextrous learned to sword fight like she's got like the movement skills because she is a dancer mm-hmm. and a sword fighter so like, i'm not worried about her not being able to do the physical comedy i just think it's funny if we just give her an opportunity to just goof around and i just think it's funny if we cast someone who's famous
1: that's fair i feel like if we want to cast somebody who's famous i know i keep referencing Blackers and Booksmart, but I think uh, Jonah Hill's sister, what's her name, who plays the second lead in Booksmart. Yeah. I feel like she would be a natural. I
0: think she would be, I think she would be the casting that everyone would assume would be correct. Yeah. Because it's like, oh yeah, that's just the characters she plays.
1: Yeah, but like, I think, I mean, I do think it would be such a huge demotion. That's the problem. Yeah.
0: That's why, for her, I think it would be a huge demotion. But Mm -hmm. I think for Maisie Williams, it's just her having fun. Because that's Mm -hmm. uh, the Jonah Hill's, I'm going to look her up. I don't know her name. Like I think she should be a leading actress, and I think that. But she's someone who's still struggling to get that name yeah. recognition, and I think just giving her this role, uh, Beanie Feldstein. Yeah. And I think giving her this role, I think would be a demotion. I think it would be like, yeah. no, I'm not going to play that. I'm well, and she, to I don't do think she would things. take
1: it because she is already famous. Right. And she just probably should have kept the last name Hill. She's uh, not, she's not she's household. She's not a household name. Yeah. I think
0: Maisie Williams is, and I think that's why it's like a goofy throwaway. Let's put her in a bunch of makeup and prosthetics and have her and let her have fun.
1: Okay. I don't know.
0: Bridget hates fun.
1: I well I just don't think I just don't think that Maisie Williams belongs in this movie. Like, I feel like we would have a better luck with someone like the daughter in Fresh Off the Boat. Or the daughter in Blackish,
0: and I think those are all great character actresses yeah. who would do the part because the part is like written for them. Mm-hmm. I want to cast someone surprising in this role who doesn't say anything. Like this is a time to like go, who's the famous, most famous child actress you can think of?
1: I mean, I think I already Not said child all actress, of them. but
0: teenage, I guess, actress, but still.
1: Well, then, what, I think that what about the redhead who's like the hottie Batati in Riverdale? Mm-hmm uh who, the one who Again, loses
0: kj something what oh no you know,
1: the she's like gorgeous and she would never get cast in something like this but she's a you know cw or a, a yeah actress like that i feel like we would it would make more sense to have cuz i think game of thrones is for our age group i don't imagine a ton of like middle school and high school kids have been clocking into Game of Thrones for the last six years. No, but
0: they've been clocking into Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams has an insanely huge Instagram and Twitter following. Yeah,
1: but is it people who are in their thirties and forties no, like people. us?
0: She's she's hit with the kids.
1: How? She's because only she's done Game young. of Thrones.
0: Because but- she's a young person who is famous and therefore other young people follow her.
1: Yeah, but isn't everybody in Riverdale the same?
0: I have no idea. I don't know anything about Riverdale.
1: Google it. Or, or go on uh, IMDB. What? Then you'll see how high it
0: is. I mean, Riverdale is like a big hit. No, no. I meant like, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with your choice. She's probably fine. And if you insist on having a redhead in this movie <laughs> and making her the exact comic well, relief that no, you No, the thing want, is,
1: is that we would never expect this actress. If that's what oh, you're yeah, no, looking for. That is what I'm looking for. Then we would never expect like this kind of actress,
0: uh, you know. Madeline Petch. She plays Cheryl, Cheryl. Yeah. Rossum? Yeah. This one.
1: Yeah. Like she plays, she's. Have you? Did you ever watch Gossip Girl? No. Okay. well, What is going on with you? Uh, <laughs> like, like I Layton Meister. To make it
0: her because that is kind of what I'm going for.
1: Yeah. Well, I just feel like.
0: I don't think again. I don't she's want not a British president. person
1: in this movie. She's
0: not going to talk. How could you make me say it? Uh, I mean, we're probably going to have someone with an accent, but we're not going to have a. And but whoever it is isn't going to talk.
1: It doesn't matter.
0: I mean, well. But I'm happy to go with <laughs> Madeline Petch if that's who you want. Why? Well, I'm you not married to Madeline on having Petsch, a redhead. I'm
1: just saying, I feel like it would make the most sense to have right, someone do this. who is not Maisie Williams. I think I just don't really, I don't really get the hubbub about her
0: either. Incorrect. She's
1: what about, have you ever seen Insatiable?
0: No. I'm trying to find other attractive children.
1: I don't think she needs to be attractive.
0: You know what I mean. Like, what
1: about Barb
0: uh, from Stranger Millie Things? Billy Bobby Brown?
1: No, Barb.
0: I'm perfectly happy to go with Barb. Who's Barb?
1: Barb is the one who dies. No, no in the I know first who Barb season. is. I'm
0: trying to think of her name. Redhead. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but this is also like who one would pick to be
0: just like Joan Cusack, it. you yeah. know. All right, I'm happy to do that though. Shannon Purser.
1: Yeah, let's go, Shannon Purser. That's Barb. Yeah. I think that she would be good. Then we she can get that redhead would. quota that we were looking for.
0: That, uh, that, yes, definitely <laughs> we, the both of us, were looking for you know, a redhead quota. People
1: don't know. We're not in stuff. It's not fair.
0: I just think you're watching the wrong things.
1: I mean... Didn't
0: we just reference the Riverdale? hot redhead in Riverdale yeah, and but the their, lead is a the hot girl, redhead? The
1: girl is a natural red and the boy is not. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, so the, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> so that brings us to writer and director. And I mentioned earlier that I think it's a coming-of-age story for women. I think we should have a female writer and a female director.
1: This is what I'm pitching.
0: Okay, go for
1: it. I'm pitching Katie Dippold and Paul Feig.
0: Katie Dippold? Yes. I know who Paul Feig is. Katie
1: Katie Dippold was a uh, writer for Parks and Recreation. She wrote the female
0: Ghostbusters, with I think Paul Feig was also.
1: She's a UCB comedian, very talented writer.
0: Yes, she was on Parks and Rec. She did The Heat. She Mm -hmm. did Lady Ghostbusters. Yep. Snatched. Oh, she played a character. I was going to say if she wrote Spy, it would have been done. No. But no, she just plays Catherine in Spy. Yeah. Which I guess is still good. (laughs) Cool. I like her. Uh, So you want Katie Dippold to write and Paul Feig to direct?
1: No, I would think that they would do both together because they both do...
0: Oh, okay. So they're a partnership and they would would work together. Got it.
1: That, I mean, because I, I... while I am a woman, and I do think women should be telling more stories or whatever, I think that they have proven to be a good partnership,
0: and that they are good at promoting.
1: Yeah, good. And I, don't, I mean, I just fuck, I just love Paul Feig. I don't think he has done a bad thing.
0: <laughs> All right. So the two people I have for my writer, I have someone named Liz Hanna. Okay. She was. She's written a, a, a couple of different things. Like she. Wrote the post. She wrote Longshot. Uh, she mm-hmm. wrote on Mine Hunters. Okay, and I think she's a writer, very much on the like on the rise. Okay, which I think is good, and I think she should be promoted. Yeah, I think she's exactly the right age to be someone who would have like grown up with this movie.
1: Uh huh.
0: Because she's our age. What does she look like?
1: Okay, I see her being a writer. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: she, I think she's one of those people who like doesn't isn't necessarily interested in the spotlight, and so I. Mm-hmm. She is currently working on Bad Girls. Elef- Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine in Mercury 13, and they're filming Land. Uh, she was a bad girls. producer. I and- auditioned for Bad Girls. Oh, yeah? Yep. How'd it go? Good. All yep. my auditions I assume are good. You're
1: in it. I'm in everything.
0: Uh, and then my mm-hmm. director is Anne Fletcher.
1: Okay.
0: Anne Fletcher was the director on uh, Dumplin. She's the director oh, for okay. This Is Us. She yeah. did Hairspray. She most recently did Guilt Trip, okay. which. It's a Seth Rogen movie, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's done a bunch of different comedy stuff, and she's done... Hot Pursuit. And Dracula, which I don't know what that is, but that's it's funny.
1: Dra- probably a Dracula drag But show. she's
0: also a choreographer. Okay. So I think it's, like, I don't know. Okay. I just like her, and I specifically pick two people who aren't... I tend to try to pick, like, the slightly less famous people, because I always know my guests are going to come in with the more well-known famous people. Sure. So I try to do a blend of the... And as That's you definitely fair. picked up the more well-known and the well-known. Yeah. I would say I would happily go with uh, Katie Dippold. And then I would say either Liz Hanna or Anne Fletcher. Okay. Because I would like to be a woman-woman woman. Yeah. Okay. But I'm happy to go with whichever one of them you prefer.
1: Well, I would think that uh, Katie would then be writer.
0: Okay. So then let's do Katie Dippold as the writer and Anne Fletcher as the director? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You okay with that? I am. But as far as I'm concerned, we have a movie. I think So we let do. me go
1: through uh, our cast.
0: 16 Candles, or as we're going to call it, 2016 Candles. Oh. Or if we're putting it in the 90s or whatever.
1: Uh, I don't condone Bridget does condone not that. condone this. I, ooh, can we unplug and start over? Hopefully J.K. Not.
0: So Sam is going to be played by Caitlin Dever. I think she's great. Jake will be Noah Centino. Okay. Carolyn, oh no, I'm sorry, the friend, whose name is... Randy. Randy, <laughs> is Ariella Bearer. Long Duck Dong will be Lei Wu, the geek, who (laughs) is going to be Caleb McLaughlin. What would you like his name to be?
1: Oh wait, I forgot what he looks like. Ugh, it's going to be like Sherwin. Sherwin? Yeah, because he's a geek. (laughs) What were you thinking? I didn't
0: have anything in mind. I was just waiting to see what you did. Oh,
1: I was thinking initially Sherman, but then I don't know. I looked at him, I thought Sherwin.
0: All right. Long Duck Dong will be Lei Wu. Sherwin will be <laughs> Caleb McLaughlin okay. uh, with his friend, Sebastian Lee.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Jake's girlfriend, Caroline, will be Ode- uh, Odiah Rush.
1: I think that's a good, I really think that's great casting.
0: The dad, Sam's dad will be Ty Burrell and Sam's mom will be Amy Ryan. Her sister will be Zoe Dutch and her two younger children. We've looked up too many children. We'll find them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and then the girl in the neck brace will be Shannon Purser. All of this will be written by Katie Dippold and directed by Ann Fletcher. This is 16 Candles.
1: Oh, yay! I would see this movie. Yeah. yeah? Good. Yeah. I'd spend 16 bucks and then like realize that it actually it's like $19 to see a movie now.
0: Yeah. Los yeah. Angeles is bad. That's why I'm going to see all my movies when I'm back home in Tucson.
1: Uh,
0: Arizona. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> so... One, thank you so much for being a guest on this, but now's the time. Tell everyone about stuff you'd like to promote or Instagrams and Twitters and such. Uh,
1: Yeah, follow me. My Twitter is Bridget Marshall. That's B-R-I-G-I-D-M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L. Same thing for Instagram. I... Love followers. And uh, I do a monthly sketch comedy show at the Ruby Theater. Uh, we're not doing one for December because the theater's re- relocating to downtown Los Angeles. I do a weekly sketch uh, improv show. Is it Downtown?
0: Yep. yep. I will never be there again.
1: Oh, my God. I'm so excited that it's moving downtown. There's no comedy scene in downtown LA. It's going to be great.
0: Oh, smart. Interesting. Yeah. didn't
1: think about that. I'm so excited. Really clever. And then I do a weekly improv show at the Improv Space in Westwood, which you should come to that. You're already... Basically there.
0: I've been to that space. I've performed in that space before.
1: Well, it's a great space. I'm on a team called Hot for the Rent. I don't know. Cast me in your commercials.
0: Do it. Cast uh, Bridging your commercials. And your TV
1: shows. And your... Films.
0: One of the three, definitely you should do it.
1: All of them. All of them All um, right. all of them. Yeah, I made my directorial debut debut this year too. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, a short film called "The New Old Fashioned." So.
0: And can people find that online, or is it where is it now?
1: Right now, it's uh, just being submitted to festivals. So
0: hasn't yes. been getting in.
1: We haven't heard back yet. So oh,
0: so it's just happening.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Very exciting. Congratulations! Thank you. Yeah.
0: So yeah, follow Bridget Marshall on Twitter and Instagram to hear news about all those things.
1: Yeah, please do. If
0: you're interested in following me on Twitter, I'm at Sam Gash, S-A-M-G-A-S-C-H. Or if you want to follow the podcast, it is at Ideal Remake on Instagram and Twitter. Or join us on Facebook at Ideal Remake or Ideal Remake Podcast. Or if you have the, if you have the inclination this week to take some time out of your life and leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, that would be wonderful. Or hey, Tell a friend. <laughs> we love friends. You
1: didn't see what he did with his hands, but it was kind of like a, hey, pal. Like kind of punching the arm, but like in a light dad way.
0: Yeah. No, well, real, that's,
1: real Ty Burrell way, some might say. It's my future brand.
0: <laughs> so, Bridget, thank you so much for being a guest. Thanks I've been ending me. podcasts with this. What is your favorite quote from 16 Candles?
1: I think we already said it. If they, if they, yeah, we have it. That's why they call them crushes. If they were easy, they'd call them something else.